0: Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. We're thrilled to have United Intentions Radio join us here on Angel Heart Radio to inspire you with your own intentions and how you live in the world. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by AngelLight777.com. Welcome to the Good Intention Show, coming to you live on the U.I. Radio Network. The Good Intention Show is sponsored by the United Intentions Foundation at UnitedIntentions.org, a virtual community where you learn to create, track, and manifest your passions one intention at a time. Look for us on Blog Talk, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram under United Intentions and on Twitter at Higher Intention. Yes, this is the Good Intention Show, where you will meet people who live life intentionally and hear about things they're not telling you in the mainstream media. Media. And now, here's the truth seeker, the snake charmer, a legend in his own mind, broadcasting live all over the universe. Your host, Mr. Tim Ray.
1: All right. A-
2: Aerosmith, huh?
1: Dream on. <laughs> now,
2: you remember Aerosmith, Jennifer. I don't have to like, say actually that. I love to you.
1: Aerosmith. I've been to concert.
2: Really? No kidding, huh? She's cool. You're cool? All right. All right. So, uh, um, concert, really, even the concert, you know. Yep.
3: I mean, <laughs> Hold on, Tim's mind's blown. <laughs> I know. I, uh, well,
2: well, I, you know, concerts are like nightmares to me, speaking like of dreaming, because I just can't stand the, um, Waiting in line and uh, elbow to elbow. you got to
3: go to Chastain. Oh, I love people it. are
2: screaming at you.
3: Chastain. It. It's, it's so watching. open air. It's out in the outdoors.
2: Mm-hmm. And you're it's walking through the park.
3: That part, I can't. Oh, you know,
2: and how have about when it's over? You're old,
3: Tim. How
2: about when it's over? you got like, to <laughs> <have laughs> wait in line to get in the cars. To, and then you got to wait another wait again <laughs> to leave. There's nothing so, worse. Uh, There's one thing waiting to get somewhere. There's another thing waiting to get the hell out of somewhere. You
0: should <laughs> just have the helicopter that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's great. People
3: watching though.
2: It's fabulous. So much fun. there's so
3: many good things about it. <laughs> uh,
2: well, th- hey, speaking of nightmares, um, have you guys had nightmares as a child or recently? Mm-hmm. Actually, my daughter had one last night.
1: I've been up since like 4, th- oh. four o'clock. Well,
2: do tell us real quick. What, what what was it about?
1: I don't know. She she couldn't explain it to me. So and I am not gonna ask her about it in the morning, but she... I guess kids go through, like, night terrors and stuff like the, that. The
2: night terrors now, are different than nightmares. I always had to do with my night dog, though. I always to do with the dog. She said
3: had to do with the dog.
2: Really? Usually something to do with the well,
3: There's a period where kids go through things uh, like um, certain kind of creatures, like frogs, and or they are pretend creatures that are a combination of different creatures. <laughs> That's like a normal stage for kids. <laughs> but were you did you listen to our show when I talked about when my daughter – was having nightmares and what I did? No. Um, she was, And I wish I could describe what she had. It was a combination of things in this woman. Like she had vampire teeth and all different things. And so I told with Shanti when she was little, and I told her tonight, I'm going to just call for me and I'll come into your dream with you and, and it'll be okay. I'll be with you. So that night she did. And I came into her dream and she said, I made the lady leave. So then after that, I also wanted to empower her for her to have power in her dreams. And I said, okay, now you can do something that worked right. So you called me and I said, now you, when this lady comes, I said, even though she looks scary and awful, she could be really nice inside, but you don't know because you're looking at her and getting scared.
2: You, you know, if, if I told my son that I was going to come to the dream, the nightmare would just get worse. Be He'd really be scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dad, that is the worst nightmare I ever had in my life. What are you, crazy?
3: But the next night she went, uh, and I told her, why don't you try to become friends with this? you know, scary person. So the next night she did that herself. And at that age, total trust in me. Um, Of course, that went away again as a teenager, but it's back now. (laughs) 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 But she did it. She, the next night, the lady came and Shanti started talking to her. And indeed she was very kind and wonderful and they became friends and, and she never came back. And that I'll was the end of the nightmare. When she tells me about it, I'll have it's, to try it's, that. It's
2: empowering. Well well, that's uh, the nightmare thing, and we have some other little tricks of the trade, but you know, there is there's night terrors and, and nightmares. Mm-hmm. But today is not all about nightmares. Actually we're we'll gonna be discussing with our, 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 our panel of people here, uh we're we'll gonna be discussing uh symbolism and interpreting dreams. Because last time, last meeting last group uh show we had it was all on basic dreams, you know, recurring dreams, lucid what dreaming, kind of dreams, what kind of dreams
3: different levels. Today we
2: today we're getting into the deeper meaning of the interpretation and the symbolism and because now uh, that's gonna be really exciting. Um and of course we have our uh, favorite guest here. Uh, I think I can Do you
3: pick, say that to everybody? Uh, do
2: I say that everybody?
3: <laughs> I don't think I no, do. he really doesn't. Oh uh, good. I think, I, 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 think <laughs> I think
2: I think I think I say special guests. Oh, <laughs> I mean, favorite.
3: Everybody's special. Yeah, no, I'll tell
2: you, what, no, no, no one, no one gets this. I'll tell you that much.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm the only
1: one. I'm the I'm only, can, only one Yeah. The voice from above. let <laughs> <laughs> just... bring pop into the mix. <laughs>
2: See, that just takes away all nightmares, doesn't it? Um, so, Susan McDowell will be with us talking about symbolism of dreams, um, along with our regular crew. So, before we get into that, uh, and of course. Again, once again, if you want to join our join our uh, group discussion, six four six 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 eight eight two four six. That's six four six 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 eight eight two four six. And you could dial one, and you could answer ask a question. And if you have a dream out there
1: oh, that you yeah, that you want to get you dream. want
2: to get interpreted, yeah, interpreted. I was going to say interrupted. <laughs> if you want to get interrupted? <laughs> we can do that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but can you put the chat box up too in case somebody wants to chat? Um, and
3: if you want to listen in, you, you call that number. This is if you're listening on your phone, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. And, um, dial
3: one, and me. one is just to ask a question. So you, if you don't want to ask a question and just listen, just don't push one.
2: There you go. People
3: always are asking me to define how they do
1: that.
2: Listen to Susan, Mama Susan. Right? <laughs> um, so let's discuss a couple of things first. Speaking of, uh, movie nights, and I had a nightmare of a movie I'll tell you later on in the <laughs> show. Um, it was a recurring one too. And one of my sons too, which I'll share that uh how we handle that. But movie night at the at the United Intention Theater. Guys, it's on every night. Every day we got movie night. Woohoo. I know. You get online, you can watch Free free. Free <laughs> movies too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and life-changing movies.
3: Yeah. These are really uplifting, yeah. powerful types.
2: powerful. And, and, uh, and we even have some basic ones on, you know, intro to meditation if you've never done in meditation before. And they change out. We usually try to change a couple movies out each week and put them in our movies on demand so you can watch them anytime. And these are scheduled movies that play throughout the day. And you have to kind of catch it. You can see a, a schedule events on there when it's going to play. And what's neat about it, what's really neat about it, is that you're able to meet other people, other members of the site. If you join the free membership, become a member, you could actually see other members and chat in a chat box.
3: About the movie that you've just been watching, or
2: about some other movies you may want to watch, and it's free to
3: become a member. It's only your name and a password. It's very simple, and you get a free ebook every time if you sign
2: up. It's just too many free things, but you know we are a five hundred one c nonprofit organization, and that's what we're here for. We're here to help people uh,
3: spread the word, spread
2: the word, direct their thoughts with positive intentions, and that's really the uh, movement. And so that's why we're really pushing this and. Uh, of course, you could always do go to donations, right, Jennifer? And this is your part of your gig. You go to not uh, donations, what we do? No, no. How, how to, to help? Contribute. How to help?
1: How to how help? To help.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And what do they do from there if they want to help out?
1: That when you pull up how to help, you can donate. So we,
3: it really doesn't matter the size of the donation. Basically. Go to our site and instead of going to Starbucks and spending $5 on a cup of coffee. Or go to our... Starbucks first and then our site. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get through it a lot quicker. <laughs> but, um, but the main key with um, foundations are it's not how much,
1: it's how many. Yeah. And so when we go to get private funding or government
2: funding or whatever we do, the first question is how many. It's not how much. So So,
3: if you donate twenty dollars or a dollar, yeah, every little bit helps further this whole idea Mm -hmm. of helping the world unite and become more.
2: Yeah, exactly. More than you ever can possibly imagine, and you're creating your own reality, and you're meeting new people, and you're growing on an on an individual basis. So. You really can't ask for anything more.
3: It's really good. It really really is is a good thing. Um,
2: The next thing too is when you get up as when you're a member and you sign in, you actually go online, and the daily practice is so important because repetition is a key. Is you know what
3: what Sesame Street is based on?
2: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Dale Carnegie said, you know, um, inspiration is fleeting. Method. is is the sure thing for change, something like that. I, I'm sure I, um, re, yeah, I distorted
3: I
1: it. And
2: but but my point being is inspiration is fleeting. You could be inspired right now from the radio show where we're talking about, or here in Susan right now. But it's fleeting. You have to put it into practice.
3: Yeah,
1: if you
2: if you, if you don't
3: work. keep it going, yeah. it, you forget that feeling. But there's right. a way you can enhance that feeling and build on that feeling, and it builds your inner strength, your inner connection with yourself, your inner feeling of safe, your inner feeling of love. Love and well-being. That's what that practice does for you.
2: And so you go online, and you just you could type in what you're grateful for for the day, any acts of kindness you witnessed, you you received, or um, you gave. You can look at self-love, love for others, expressing this, and you get in touch with your emotions. Most of us are emotionally retarded in many ways, <laughs> yes. are we not? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty big
3: society, in that? <laughs> we have a big
2: emotionally retarded society. <laughs> and that's what Let's we're trying to challenge. get back to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Challenge. I, this, yeah. People by now should know I'm very non-political. so. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Speaking using not. the
3: original uh, meaning of the word retarded, which yeah.
2: is just...
3: Slowed down in your yeah, ability,
2: exactly, um, of expressing yourself. Yes, and emo- the emotionalness is like is the answer. Is the way? Is the way?
3: Emotion, and we have become a society uh, that became very mental, just yeah. very intellectual. Everything head. Generated And without the heart and the feelings, the head can just run all over you.
2: <laughs> and, you know, and not only the acts of love you could post, but also you could post uh, laughter. What made you laugh today wholeheartedly that your belly hurt?
3: Don't we you love know? when anybody makes us really just burst oh, out laughing?
2: I surround myself with people like that. Best
3: thing in the world. Yeah,
2: I tell you, you know. Yeah,
3: Or when you hear one of those beautiful acts of kindness that gives you chivers yeah, yeah. up your spine, it's like that. Oh, if I could bottle that feeling! I mean, with, with,
2: with the laughter is so important to me. I mean, yeah. that's probably why we still have John around. Well, laughter's you know? on the same
3: vibration. <laughs> Good to know. He's making fun of John over
2: here. See? Hey, he's that, making me laugh at his expense. That
3: is the most valuable contribution you could do is helping people laugh. <laughs>
2: but anyway, so get on the site and check that out. Uh, post. You can meet friends, meet people, check profiles out, uh, interact, raise the vibration learn how to create your intentions and then track and manifest them. And it's great because you're, you're dealing one at a time. You're not overwhelmed with a thousand things in your life. You're dealing with one intention at a time and it's life changing and you're changing. And not only you could do it by yourself and you could just put just me for see my intentions, or you could share that with the public or just your friends. I mean, you have an opportunity to, you know, when two or more people come together on the same thought, same intention, same prayer, whatever you want to say,
3: energy and power, it
2: is momentum in motion right Mm, there. Exactly. So, so with that being said, let's get to our
3: dream on,
2: Dream on, right? <laughs> so dream interpretation, you know, that's, um, I'm going to, I wrote down 12 main common dreams, all okay. right? And yeah. I thought we could kind of go through some of them and then talk about that. And then maybe some dream stories may pop up, but, uh, but. Found
3: to happen. Found to happen. <laughs> all right, all right.
2: But you got it. But, but maybe if you want to talk a little about how, dreams are symbolic. It's like when, when you have this crazy dream and you say, Oh my God, this is a crazy dream. This cannot really happen. It's not so much the action or the event that's occurring in your dream, but it's the feeling behind that event.
3: Always. Always. So even
2: our dream state we can't Goes get away from the feelings feel,
3: well it's still part of our human experience right and and our divine experience and emotions are the key to interpreting all of that emotions are the key to interpreting our thoughts and they simplify it so much because you only have one emotion at a time even though it can change quickly into another your thoughts, you can have millions of thoughts competing with each other, which just spins your head in confusion. If you go to the emotion underneath the thought, it clears up the thoughts immediately. Uh, and, and the more you do it, the easier it becomes to interpret your own emotions to yourself, whether in dreams or in your daily life.
2: And it's, a, and it's, 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 it's so hard because we have such a society of and don't and,
3: feel that well it,
2: it, it's, it's, it's like extremes like yeah. don't feel your feelings or you could just say you feel anything you want and have no consequences to it you yeah. know yeah or you know like i don't you know like like, yeah. this, like this political correctness Go crap. Off,
3: the, off the deep end yeah like this it. political
2: correctness stuff where they feel like oh my feelings are hurt so i can hurt your feelings you yeah. know i mean yeah. come on it's the stupidest yeah. thing in the world it's, <laughs> it's this it's this uh you know marxist Piece that came up in the 1930s and thrown into our colleges. And that's why our, our poor college or universities, our poor college students are just warped. It's really hard. <laughs> warped with this non political, you know, your emotions could go crazy and you have to worry about other people's feelings. It's my It's all about me, 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 my feelings, you know?
3: And the truth is, we have a choice whether our feelings are hurt or not. And that's a whole other show
2: yeah, yeah, we could
3: do yeah. about that. But yeah. it's really up to us whether we take things personally or not.
2: No one can hurt your feelings.
3: No. it's. I mean, you allow them to.
2: You allow them to. Exactly. And
3: always, if you are getting your feelings hurt, it's usually somebody acting out of their wounds and is triggering your wounds, and that can go back and forth forever. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. And it does in many relationships. <laughs> yeah, a
3: lot of the time that's yeah. really bad. All
2: right. So one of the mo- more, more common uh, action events in somebody's dream is falling. Yes. Falling, right? Yeah. Um, I'll read a little bit here, and then you may want to jump into what you're... What you think falling is on, but uh, there's these gentlemen. Uh, Lohenberg calls the dreams a red flag for your subconscious. Uh, she believes the dream is common in people who are having major life problems with work, relationships, or elsewhere. Uh, Grant's work concurs with this viewpoint, even citing some examples. So when you're falling, you're having some major problems in relationships or. I mean, it seems I, seems like it would that would make I sense. I think that right? can
3: fit in in certain cases. That would be accurate. Right. But it can also mean you're leaving your body, and then you become somewhat conscious, and you fall back into your body with like a thump.
2: I have had and, those experiences. Yes, and you go. <gasps> Yeah, that feeling yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. you
3: know, and uh-huh. and as that's happening, sometimes you will have because dreams are timeless, right. so you can have this dream that you are indeed falling, and right before you hit, you usually burst awake and have that yeah, <gasps> gasping yeah. feeling. But that's often what happens.
2: But uh, uh, yeah, have you have you had any falling dreams, John, that you could think of?
0: None that I, I, I've, uh, you know, buried them all deep in. Uh, <laughs> I've and spent
3: that's years that's hiding something. from that, Tim. Why are you bringing it up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, uh,
0: I, I, I remember that I had all dreams now that we're speaking about it, but I, I don't remember what they were because it's sort of sometimes you have a dream and you just want to, you're just like, oh, yeah. You, you yeah, let me
3: get away from that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so
2: you, so you bury it.
3: Yeah, you that's want the, true. You, you want
2: the dreams where you have to go back into the dream. That's the dream, dream.
3: Oh, I love those. Oh, I please know. let me get I that know. back. And yeah. like get right
2: back in it. Oh, know.
3: I love that. Well, I had a dream falling one time, which was a whole different thing, and I don't know if I was in another life. It was me riding a bicycle on these huge mountainous cliffs. I was like right on the cliff riding my bicycle, and I was like in, in the Orient somewhere, somewhere in Asia. I don't know how I knew that, but (laughs) there were people chasing me and I was really riding for my life. And at some point I hit a rock and I fell off the cliff and I was, there was this huge abyss. I was falling, falling, falling. And I literally died. In the dream, oh
2: god! And I
3: didn't hit bottom. I died in midair, falling, falling, falling.
2: Do you like all and, of a sudden see black or something? No, I. How do you know you died?
3: Because I went into that whole death
2: experience, oh, you're and light. it
3: immediately came. Immediately, the fear left. I was not in any more danger. I was kind of floating and th- and wondering what the hell just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's how I became aware that, <clears throat> and my I could see my body plummeting beneath me and that was one of my again death experiences that showed me there's nothing to fear
2: you had an nde in a dream yes (laughs) you had you had an nde in rem (laughs) (laughs) oh that was good tim you're so clever i really like that That's gonna be a new new group out there, yes, there we and even r e m
3: form a support group there you go
2: we <laughs> need is another one
3: yep all right
2: another the next one out there is uh, and this one's a very common one that people talk
0: about is teeth falling out
3: oh yeah, that is very common
2: what do you have you had genes like that
0: John? no i I'm, i have that happen really real life, in real life.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have read <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have read that's about personal power. Um, what does your thing say?
2: It says Wallace views teeth as symbolic of power and confidence. This dream oh, is. There we so, go. Yeah, we'll yeah. do you first and then we'll, we'll try to. No, that that's okay. it
3: totally. dream I is supposedly a
2: sign of something that happened in the dreamer's life and has caused him or her to lose confidence this or was, feel or, powerless. Or. Yeah, or or feel parallel. It's about power, right? Yeah. According to Grant, teeth are a bad omen and represent broken relationships. Lawrence has a Freeman answer to this dream. For women, she believes dreams is an example of wish fulfillment. They want to become pregnant. For men, it may desire sexual stimulation.
1: It, it <laughs> there gets, it
3: goes.
0: It, again. it always gets back to sex, <laughs> dreams, and Freud. And, Freud and, and, always and, <laughs> went know, there. Or poor dental <laughs> habits. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you never
1: floss <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'll tell you what
0: that's too
2: funny but uh, but but, I, but
3: somewhat I, true
1: <laughs> but i'll tell you what but
2: when i have my teeth falling i get a panic feeling oh of course but, you know
3: yeah of course that's what it's showing you but it doesn't have to uh it can just remind you that when you wake up and look at that oh i'm feeling powerless let me see where my power lies here. It doesn't have to be a horrible omen. It can just be showing you how you're feeling in the moment. And so you can look at it and name that's what so it if you, is. when
2: you come out of that that state of uh, that come out that, of that state uh, that Delta uh, into that theta alpha state of brain activity you could almost symbolic you could say okay what's going on in my life right now yeah. where am I feeling paralyzed what does
3: here? this represent
2: Exactly. Right. or how am I'm so feeling powerful or whatever but yeah but power so and then you could you probably will come right to you when you're still exactly. in that state
3: they'll be it'll be right there. just don't
2: get into beta you know stay <laughs> in alpha and theta if you go to beta you lost it <laughs> But you're right that's probably exactly what you That's need to what do.
3: all dreams are telling you something about yourself. Yeah,
2: yeah. And you know and it and what's interesting is the more you like and we have cultures that we talked about last time, Indian culture, the they Aboriginal wake people. up they wake up every morning and they it's like you're drinking your cup of coffee, you mm-hmm. share the dream you had. That's
3: how we begin the day.
1: That's how
2: you begin the day. And because I think dreams in dream interpretations, if you interpret your dreams, you're basically communicating with your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And you could actually, I think, because I know I have to sort of agree, made better decisions mm-hmm. in my day-to-day life mm-hmm. based on my dreams mm-hmm. because I'm getting subcon- direct subconscious information. And again,
3: make. always ask when you wake up, don't grab for the details of the dream. Grab for the feeling that the dream left you with. That will yeah. be immediately, even if the whole memory Fades, you're usually left with a feeling yeah. and then you ask how am i feeling this way in my life right what does this apply to right and then you can do something about it
2: i mean it literally can help you in your day-to-day decisions yeah it's like it's like the it's just uh, a
3: deeper knowing of yourself. it's like
2: the internal guidance system and what you're dealing now just with your you're using your dream state as another guide
3: yes and it's pow- it, it's uh empowering instead of scary
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. It's empowering because most people, about much attention to their, uh, you know, to their, to Always their dreams. Always just a dream. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like they totally. And like dis- a dream is part it. of me. <laughs> they disqualified
3: immediately. Yeah. You they just it to toss it away. I know. Yeah. And it really is deeper insight into yourself.
0: And how is it that those details, which are so vivid and so, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, real, real. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. How is it that they just vanish?
3: disappear into thin air? I mean, well, yeah. that's because the part
0: that always blows my mind. You, they're given to <laughs> Unless you,
2: you have focused intention on it.
3: You can get, uh, you can like anything with practice. You can remember more and more of your dreams. And uh, the other thing is the details really are not that important. Oh, yeah. Like I said, the feeling is more important. And the other thing is you're on a different wavelength in the dream than when you become conscious again. So that if you don't make a bridge between the different layers of consciousness, it disappears instantly because your conscious level can't bridge that reality.
0: So the devil's not in the dreams. No, the But you know, but with the dreams,
3: uh, in your dreams, it might be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: She's some hot, hot devil woman <laughs> in yeah, a that short yeah. red yeah. outfit yeah, <laughs> On But you know, but in my dreams, I'm sure in everybody's dreams, it's, it's not just that one feeling because I could be going through different events and have a happy feeling a scary feeling, whatever's feeling. I could have multiple levels of feelings in each event. And what I have to do to my, for my dream interpretation, and I do it pretty well. I think overall, I have to see what's symbolically going on in that event right then and there. You know, I might be jumping off a cliff and flying, whatever. uh, And what's my feeling. And then that is shifted to I'm down in a submarine somewhere. What's my feeling down there, you know, all in the same dream, all in the same dream. Mm -hmm. I could have multiple feelings and, but at the same time, but there's a story being told as you're going through it, you know, I, I,
3: if people really want to remember more of their dreams, uh, there's a thing you do. You just keep a pad and of paper next to your bed. And if, as soon as you wake up from a dream, uh, it's, that's when it's fresh, just don't write the whole thing out, but jot down a couple of words and that will in the morning help trigger that dream or trigger the feeling of that dream. And the more you do it, The more you're actually building the bridge between levels of consciousness. And you will remember more and more of your dreams as you do that.
2: Right. That's good advice. All right, guys. um, You guys can jump in. Number three and then uh, I, know, I know Susan had one of these. Right. Showing up to work or school naked.
1: Oh, I told you mine's so much <laughs> yeah, worse. I know. <laughs>
2: hey, just tell everybody again so I can laugh a little more. A quick, a quick version
3: In the middle of the mall with people walking up and back next to you, sitting on the toilet, taking a dump. <laughs> How, how much more vulnerable can you possibly feel oh, than that? Oh,
2: God. I still, that is. Too and then, funny. worse
3: than that, the one that's worse than that is there's no toilet paper.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you can top that one, yeah. right? Yeah. And
3: that, I think about it too like, there's so much shit going on, and I can't get it off. Right. You know, and that is always what that is showing. me. Either I'm feeling so vulnerable right. or there's a lot of stuff I'm dealing with all at once that I'm trying to get clarity on.
2: And that's what they say. Experts largely agree. And this is what they do agree on is dream represents vulnerability and anxiety. Wallace Research reveals that the dream is common to people who have accepted a promotion, gone off to a new job or have coming into a new public view you know? Hmm. So, but you're right. Uh, public, yeah. You can't be a public viewer than that.
3: <laughs> I, I'm happy to say I have not had that dream in years, <laughs> but I have had it recurring it, over my life at different times. You know, probably times.
2: 10% of the people listening to the show today are going to have that dream. <laughs> so just, hope I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next one. This is an interesting one too. And this may be, I think, related to one of my recurring dreams I had in the past Test-taking.
3: Oh, yeah. What do you
2: think test-taking is about? Oh,
3: yeah. When you feel like you're being judged, uh, that's one thing. Or when you're trying to achieve something and you want to know where you're at in it. Um, It can also be, I have another recurring dream of going to a great library. It's this immense enormous wonderful library I don't take tests there but I I will go into a room where there is a teacher and I have realized over the years this is when I am really being taught higher deeper level things and that is how it shows itself to me in a dream Mm
2: -hmm. Um, and test taking Lawrence observed that the only perfectionists tend to have reoccurring stressful test taking dreams so Perfect people who are, If you're a perfectionist out there and you're having a test-taking dream, it's maybe a sign for what?
3: Well, perfectionists in, in general, a lot of people think it can be a good thing. Like if you're in a job, you're the one that's going to get everything done and the boss doesn't have to worry about your attention to detail. But what that means on an inner level so often is I'm not good enough no matter what I do. I just don't feel quite good enough. So I have to constantly strive for perfection on some level. Uh, And it never actually gives you the good enough only temporarily for a moment when you pass that test, you know, but that's the deeper thing in there is feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. Who I am is not quite enough.
2: Yep. Yeah. And that's, where, you know, <clears throat> at that point, you know, suggestions to get past that is to do what? Just well, to...
3: again, I go back to meditation. Mm. There are uh, many books that can help convince your intellectual mind that you were born good enough. The The odds of you coming here, all of the factors that it takes for you to be born as a person. Think of the millions of sperms that come together. And you're the one that came out of it and you survived. Right. And so right there, I am worthy just because I was born.
1: Yeah. Uh, but
3: also you that sounds good intellectually, but yeah. sometimes you're still going to feel it emotionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the meditation is what builds your connection to that knowing in your soul. That's where that knowing exists. And if you meditate, On a regular basis, that connection just gets stronger and it's subtle at first, but it will build and build and get stronger and stronger until you really finally know your worth and know your inner strength and know that i carry my own safety and value within myself no matter what anybody outside of me ever does or says
2: it's irrelevant
3: exactly
2: and i'll tell you what meditation not medication
3: yeah. that's my motto <laughs> that'll give it to you temporarily yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but right. if you want it long lasting you got to and do your medication and then do meditation
2: <laughs> yeah. and eventually you won't need your medication yes yeah. you go. <laughs> i like that um so when we get back from break, we're going to get into the next one. And the next one is, i uh, give you a little heads up here, dying.
3: Wow, yeah, definitely. Dying. Dying.
0: <laughs> Clean, healthy, and crazy good. Clean Planet Proteins was founded on simple, down-to-earth principles. Make honest, healthy food. Make it safe and out-of-this-world good. And make it easy to get and prepare. After all, what's the point of being healthy if you can't enjoy life? And while our principles are modest, our goal is not. Simply put, we're out to change the way the world eats for the better. Each product features (coughs) chef-inspired entrees that are nutritious and delicious. All items are fully cooked and never frozen, just heat and enjoy. Each entree is individually wrapped and purchased in a five-count pack. They last 45 days in your fridge. Lots of amazing flavors to choose from, so you'll never get bored. Order your Clean Planet proteins today at cleanplanetfoods.com and join us in changing the way the world eats.
2: All right. We are back with Susan McDowell and John San Miguel. And Jennifer Kramer just had to uh, head out of here a little bit. She... um,
3: She's just always busy She's doing a million busy, things. Busy,
2: busy, busy bee. Thank
3: God we have Jennifer. She
2: doesn't want us to know her dreams. That's really the issue <laughs> what is <she> going on. <laughs>
3: don't ask, don't tell. I would
2: hate to get inside of her head when it comes to dreams to <laughs> yeah. say that right now. But, uh, all right, so dying. What do you think dying's about?
3: Oh, it's it's a lot of things. Sometimes it's fear. I told you I've had a few dreams where I actually die in my dream, but to me, they're totally empowering, and I have no fear of death whatsoever. But a lot of people, that's the ultimate fear, and it can represent things that you're fearing in your daily life somehow, um, yeah. or it can be an ending. Sometimes dying is an ending to something major in your life a divorce uh a
0: move somewhere where you're a really bad date yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: want to die
0: <laughs> i'm dying
2: here yeah,
0: i'm dying here
2: yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: um i just saw a dog day afternoon with That uh, was a movie. all right enough <laughs> aside on the side of so, but lauren's interpretation of that dream reveals that wish to terminate something in life yeah. a relationship a job a career event uh grant dictionary emphasizes that the dream is not necessarily a nightmare uh, rather, he repeatedly states that it's a dream meant to encourage a person to embark on a new endeavor or get a fresh start.
3: And dying also always means an ending and a new beginning. You gotta
2: die before you could live.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: You die,
2: do die to your past every day. Who says yeah. that? Totally right. <laughs>
3: um,
2: but yeah, I tell you, it just reminds me that my son um, had a um, a dream. His, his was a recurring dream, and it was um, I guess it would, we saw what was that? Uh, it right? It with. With uh, Stephen King It It Yeah, with the clown The clown with the teeth will I come don't... in And guys you really don't know It Oh, right yeah.
3: That it. sounds a lot like Shanti's nightmare You're Right It was I might have been She used to hate clowns <laughs>
2: And this clown The <laughs> clown in his dream And this is when he was Probably six, seven years old Maybe five, six That is you know.
3: another a Common occurring thing Clowns
2: Clowns, yeah it's Funny
3: how many people Are so afraid of clowns Listen,
2: we're going to have A show on clowns Because I was watching <laughs> I Seriously, we will I We will have a show on clowns Because I was watching And talk about freaking nightmare. I was watching a TV sh- like documentary or something and there's these clowns popping up in these like rural neighborhoods and sitting on the corner doing nothing, just staring at people. <laughs> I mean, I, there's something going on. There's Some something people, going on.
3: There's something This is, this is a real there. phenomenon right Yeah, there's now. something basic in so many people. That is such a common fear. Yeah. You know, it's amazing.
2: Well, Stephen King didn't help with that either. Yeah, he so. didn't help. Well, so he had this movie, It. Neither did Chucky. And this, this, I know, right? <laughs> right. This clown would eat kids or, you know, take them and eat them and, and kidnap them and then eat them, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and, and he lived in the sewers. So he nice. was always down. Oh, at, just nice. to make him so,
1: really appealing. Yeah, yeah Exactly.
2: <laughs> And so and he talked. He was he talked, right? So he'd be like in the sewer and uh and those kid would be walking down the street and all of a sudden, Hey, hey kid, come here. (laughs) <laughs> and it's clown facial. You know, hey, you wanna have some fun? I'm a little hungry. I know. Right. So why would you let your kid watch something? <laughs> I, 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 well, honestly, I, he's Tim. I, I Stephen King. I mean, really, is it that bad? But um, all right. So I
3: think as long as you're there to talk him through it and talk with him afterwards I
2: think he only saw one scene, and he's like, that, that was it. Good. No, yeah. Dad,
3: I'm yeah. not yeah. watching yeah. any more movies yeah. with you.
2: I said, okay, I'll I'll, I'll take the tape off <laughs> the rope. You can, you can leave Let's now. Put
3: Mary Poppins back in.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so he
2: had this recurring dream that there was this clown in his uh in, the, in his, underneath the stairway somewhere oh.
1: and he would daddy
2: wake up you know i'm like What's oh. going on? and so <clears throat> i used nlp neuro linguistic programming and i said okay let's 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 change this around now before you go back to sleep again i said let's now look at this clown and now you see him with these giant big feet and he stumbles over himself and he's starting to be really goofy perfect. now
1: this is perfect. and he
2: falls down on his face and he bounces back up and goes oh no yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's like, he's he's just kind of silly. And you go up to him and you push him down. And he goes back down again. And, oh, I'm that's excellent, control. Tim. and that's
3: so
1: excellent. and
2: so he was reprogramming his neurons yeah. with this with this dream that he had, refiring and wiring, right, rewiring. Yeah. And now so when he had that next time he had that dream. He had a little, and, and, it, and it worked over time. It didn't happen immediately. Is that at the while, he felt a little more in control. Like all yeah. oh,
3: You have to find your power in your dreams.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so he would say to himself, okay, oh, this guys I could punch his nose. and it yeah. would make the, Like make the nose like, yeah.
3: you know, yeah. and he laughed. Yeah. And, and then
2: he started to get, get to the point where he's laughing now at the yeah. clown because he felt power over the clown. You Laughter
3: know? immediately raises your vibration yeah. to a higher level. Yeah. But as parents, this is so important to realize you can empower your children in their dreams. And it's just what you did was perfect to uh, give them another way. And you do this in life as well. Give them another way to look at the same thing that is less threatening. And then you build upon it. Uh, It's less and less and less threatening. And then all of a sudden it's funny. And then it becomes empowering mm-hmm. after a while and once you know you can do that you have nothing left to fear
2: and which which you, if you can do that in your dreams think what you can do in your wake life
3: exactly
1: waking
2: life because it really is all matter of perception that's when we, when we always when we, say, when we say nobody can hurt your feelings it's because it's your perception that allows you to have hurt feelings yes so i could say a very hurtful uh racial thing to somebody and then I can say it to somebody else and it will have no meaning to them. They bounce off a laugh and they say something back.
3: They'll be like, whatever. I know. You're exactly. Just, that's know. ridiculous. And
2: so, so it's not, the, it's the word that's dangerous. This is the whole BS of the, the political correctness out there. It's not the word that is dangerous. It's your interpretation of these words. The meaning
3: words, that the we meaning have given it. to it inside of our emotional Yes, exactly.
2: Stuff. And so people are, have to get past this, you know, you know, this, these hate crimes or the, the, the words and all this, it's. It's your interpretation of these things.
3: It's good to be sensitive of other people's wounds, but you don't help them if you tiptoe constantly around their wound. For a little while, that's okay as you build trust. But if you don't get to the source of the wound to heal it, you want to heal the wound. You don't want to constantly have to tiptoe.
2: And, and you, ne- you can never heal it if you would never dressed it. No, dressing it won't
3: it. be healed that no. way. And then what happens is the wound grows, yeah. and there are more and more things you need to protect yourself around.
2: It's a perceptional thing. It's how you interpret it is where the solution is. It's Always. not so much the word.
3: Go to the root of yourself every time.
2: Yeah, that's exactly. where the healing
3: will happen.
2: Well, um, so that that's uh, that's dying and uh the next one i have on here is this is an interesting one i didn't think this is i don't i'm sure i had this dream before but is meeting a celebrity
3: Oh, they're always in my dreams. Really? I have parties in my dreams with <laughs> all the people I've ever, all the concerts I went to, the actors
2: I love. What What is your favorite one?
3: Oh God, I lo- I always meet Mick Jagger in dreams. Really? And yeah, and the Moody Blues you, are you must often have there. In
2: past wife life or something.
3: <laughs> well, past it's not, it's this feeling of creativity P-L-W. and the feeling of it gives me a feeling of freedom and creativity. The artists. Uh, channels the divine force so when I'm celebrating with them that I always feel this immense freedom um, to be all of myself out loud because these people are not threatened by that part of me um, and I, I always just have a blast and I wake up feeling so great and I feel like they're really my friends <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: I have great parties
1: in my dreams. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, will tell you what, you never know. They could probably be actually being there, you know. So when they I pop- wouldn't be su- when I... you finally meet them, they're like, hey,
3: How
1: I know you. you. <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: I wouldn't be at all surprised at that. Haven't right. I
2: seen you before? Right. Well, Wallace <laughs> names this one as Dreams His Clients Have the Most. Wow. He believes that actual celebrities are um, relevant and may reveal what talents the dreamers value. Uh, In Dream On It, Lorenberg writes that celebrities are a symbol of a personal need for recognition. Yeah, that makes sense to me, too, you know. But I
3: love the the other one, values the talents that the people have, which is back to what I was saying, is that I know that artists channel the divine force while they're in their art. They might not do it all over their life. But uh, while they're creating their art, that's definitely a part of it.
2: And I think that's a a, a most common one because I do think uh, human nature, we have this human desire, I think, to be witnessed, to to be acknowledged.
3: Everyone everyone wants to be be acknowledged. To
2: be able to, uh, like, you know, here I am my unique self. Yes. Love me. See me. See me. See me. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me. (laughs) See me. me. That is it. I want to be, that's where it comes from, too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Adultery. And, i got to go back pounds, to rock pounds.
3: and roll basics with you. Tim. Yeah, I
2: know. Apparently. you know. I must have been
0: doing something during those days. I don't remember. I, don't I can imagine <laughs> what. Good name for a book, Rock and Roll Basics.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, we could really do that.
2: John, come on, yeah, man. Now, to... now everybody knows. Now you have to get trademarked by tonight. Oh, <laughs>
3: It's going to be out this year. <laughs>
1: Later this
2: year, somebody else
3: will become a millionaire from that idea. <laughs> all
2: right, next one we have. This is a good one. Here is uh, being chased. Oh yeah. Uh, now, for those, no, no, those are some. Oh those are God! The when I
3: was ones. young, I had all the monsters that I ever knew of. This was one of my little kid dreams. Yes. Yeah. All the monsters everywhere chasing me down the block of my neighborhood. I hated those dreams so much.
2: The worst part is when you're being chased and all of a sudden you go in slow motion. Ah,
3: oh, that's so... Oh, yeah, you're uh, you're in place. Yeah. You're running and the guy, in slow and the guy's motion, catching up getting nowhere. I know. That's part of that dream. Yeah, yeah. I had that exact same yeah. thing. What do you
0: think that's about, John? I think that's about... Um, you're just screwed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and you know, there it's happening.
1: <laughs>
3: Life sucks, and yeah. then you die. <laughs> yeah.
2: there you go. Most, um, most. Despite the nightmarish feel of this dream, Wallace considers it a positive sign. He believes that this dream is supposed to encourage the dreamer to finally face a problem that they have been hanging over his or her head. Wilbur encounters this dream more often in women than in men.
1: Isn't that something? Yeah, it's
2: interesting. All right, here's a good one. Well, then there's that. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: John's feeling worse and worse. <laughs> all right, all
2: right. So this is an interesting one. Uh, partner is cheating. Ooh. You ever catch your partner cheating in a dream, and uh-huh. and then then be mean to him the next day? <laughs>
1: <laughs> wake up, you
3: cheat
1: him. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs>
3: Sometimes that's for real. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah.
2: It's you're, you're picking Sometimes up. Sometimes your
3: something. psyche is yeah. definitely tuning into something. Like real. you
2: know he was. you just not acknowledging. Yeah, I'm not, not
3: that. that. I don't want to yeah. know that. That'll yeah. change my whole life too quick.
2: <laughs> yeah. Get a house mortgage and kids.
3: But it's definitely symbolic of distrust. Right. Um, You know, that could certainly be it.
2: Uh, Most of these authorities agree that this dream should not be taken as clairvoyance. (laughs) 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 But I think you probably could in some cases. Sometimes
3: it can be. According
2: to uh, Lundberg, the cheating dream happens when when your mate is spending too much time and attention on something that does not involve you. Mm, That could be it. Similar Lawrence notes a lack of trust in a romantic relationship tends to spark this dream. That's too. what I
3: said. It, yeah. it represent lack of trust. So. But again, it's your issue.
2: Yeah. It's
3: always your issue. Yeah. When you think someone else owes you something for you to feel okay, you're out of your center right away. Right. And the, the key to that is again, going within taking full 100% responsibility for everything and everyone in your life and realizing I alone am responsible for my happiness they can compliment my happiness share it with me and they would want to do that way more if you're not telling them <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you need to do this so I can feel okay yeah. and it really frees up a relationship to grow and become so much more instead of setting these rules to things someone has to obey and then resent you for right. which usually happens
2: right, usually happens that
3: and way. if you take this back into yourself and you you literally do find a way to make your own self truly happier not just pretend happier usually your mate will want more time with you <laughs> I mean this is no, really yeah, the truth I, I, yeah, I Who, so. you want to share that happy feeling right. but when you're feeling like you're doing something wrong and you're being punished you want to get away you want to go be with your friends that make you feel happy.
2: That's why communication relationship is so key because oh. you know, we, we we put up these, these individual I- invisible walls yes. that we think that this person Could't handle or understand as part of me, yes, and rather than working through it, um, we put these walls up, and then and then all of a sudden you're just that further away from that person, and, and you start
3: building a case
2: yeah
3: inside of your private mind, they don't even know they've done something, yeah. and you're starting to build the episode until one day unbe they're like just tripping along like <laughs> they usually do, and you say, "I am leaving, yeah. you are horrible, um, and they have no idea what happened like, huh. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: what yeah you're off your medication yeah,
3: exactly that's what it feels
2: like <laughs> and if you
3: sh- and the other thing is you as you're building this case you're resenting them more and more again perception, perception. and then you start attributing things to every single thing they do and say to, that adds to the case which so often isn't the case
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth it really is so it isn't the case um so that's a good one. I like that one, too. Uh, okay, this is this is one that's near near and dear to my heart. Uh, showing up late to something. Oh, I don't mm. know why that matters to you. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Do we, are we ready for a break yet? Oh, yeah.
3: I think I have an appointment.
2: We'll be right Which back. Which I'll
3: be late for. We'll be right back to get into
2: Tim Ray's Showing Up
0: Late Something Dreams. You are listening to The Good Intentions Show, sponsored by the United Intentions Foundation and UnitedIntentions.org, a virtual community where you learn to create, track, and manifest your passions, one intention at a time. Am I late? Are we back?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we are back. You missed it, Sam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> God, I must have been... I was in a dream. I <laughs> was Is dreaming. It thirsty? Is it Thursday? Is it Thursday? So what do you think showing up late
0: something is well showing up late you missed the boat um, <laughs> john you're terrible at dream interpretation
1: but he's fun. he's, he's funny fun and it's good uh,
0: you, you missed the boat <laughs> i think i think you should leave 15 minutes early for yeah, yeah.
2: that's what it means right? yeah. uh,
0: what, what do you think it means
3: uh, that one is Southwest. a dream I've never had because okay. I am almost always <laughs> early. I'm early so all the time, and
2: probably because you're not overwhelmed. Uh, this dream yeah. may be a sign of someone who's overwhelmed well, and sense. doing too much. According to Wallace, on a related note, uh, Grant interprets the lateness as a warning. Don't make promises you can't keep.
3: There's mm, a good one. Yeah, and people who I
2: say yay, yes to everything,
3: and people who always say.
2: Uh, I never have enough time. one more hour, Tim. (laughs) All right.
3: Okay. Um, People who always think they never have enough time. You know, people who constantly, whenever you see them, they are so stressed because, and they'll say, if only there were 30 hours in a day, you know, (laughs) and they never have enough time, which is also symbolic of a feeling of lack and not enoughness in your life. And that has to do with that as well.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I can see how that could blend in with the, uh, showing up late all the time oh this is a this is a i thought this would be the most the number one one but uh uh flying
3: oh uh, that's my favorite mm. I, now that i always have let's hear it i have it over and over and over again in fact uh, i can i can go into my consciousness and feel exactly how i fly in dreams consciously and i've had dreams after that uh where i actually teach other people how to fly in their dreams and it's, it's uh, for me, it's connecting with my intention. And flying doesn't happen by following a set of rules, it happens by intending. I feel my body up in the air, soaring through the clouds. When I was little, I used to fly through my house, out of my house, over the electrical wires and all around my neighborhood, which is funny when you're a kid, you're limited to what you have been exposed to in a way. Um, As I got older, I literally flew all over the world. I would go to different countries. I would fly over and watch what was happening in different times and places. And it's, it's to me, always freedom. It represents just the immense freedom and the power that I have to do anything I can dream of, literally.
0: Wow. And this was in your dreams you were flying all over the world. Uh,
2: Maybe. (laughs) 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 Yes. (laughs) Uh, Wallace claims the dreams encourage the person to let go of a current issue and allow things to fall naturally into place.
3: Allowing.
2: Allowing. Similarly, Mm -hmm. uh, flying is a sign that there is, there is an out of control situation in real life, according to Grant. So I'd say allowing is probably a good word. You know,
3: yeah, but it's it is like that, and all dreams can again interpreted individually at the time, and I believe that is definitely appropriate at some point. But it can also be this freeing of your soul in a yeah, way yeah, that I'm yeah. moving into new allowing territory, to grow of, anything, yes, new, new expand experience. expansion, yeah, and air is also a symbol it's i i I would like before we end to get into the elements because they are an archetypal symbol in dreams that most people
2: yeah we'll have time to talk about that only got two left um this is john i'm sure you have often is being pregnant
3: yeah,
1: that's I, a good one. And the males
2: one. can have dreams oh, of being absolutely, pregnant. absolutely, know? because
3: it but, is and, so symbolic. And that it
2: was just, terrifying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a woman. I don't want to be a
0: woman. <laughs> oh, I didn't mind that. I just didn't want to have a child. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, to me,
2: I, I just don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I just don't, I mean. I, another, I have I, had not,
3: that many times. Ha,
2: having an entity in my belly grown, to me, that's just, I can't it's fathom miraculous. that. miraculous. I know. I, to I, me, I
3: that's like the miracle of life in, in its entirety right there.
2: Get this demon out of me. What is it?
3: <laughs> but it's so often the birth, you're about to birth something new. Uh, the taking on of a new project, the, an idea that's trying to come forth inside of you that's brand new, right. uh, all those kind of things. Right. For me, those pregnant dreams were always very positive. Uh,
2: and, and Grant understands dreams as a sign as the dreamer is uh, um, is having. Well, you as positive as having problems, but Lawrence uses as neither needs either to start a creative project or become a parent, or the dream may be representative of a new idea. That has recently come to a person.
3: Yeah.
1: So,
2: you know, yeah. So, so I guess some people could, have, and it's all different to each person, but it depends
3: if you're in active labor in the dream.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: that could be a whole different yeah. thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 10 centimeters dilated. All right. All right. The last one we have right here uh, is driving out of a, driving an out of control vehicle.
3: That one I've had often.
2: Crazy train. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
3: It's when oh, it's overwhelming again. Um, the feeling of I need to get a hold of this situation. Um, I have this one where the gas pedal, oh,
1: yeah, somebody stocks, yeah. is
3: stuck down yeah. or uh, there's been a time when someone else pushed the gas pedal down with their hand and and it was just flying full speed ahead. But then, so those feel terrible. I hate those. Yeah. But then there's another one I have where the car is going full speed and my hands are off the wheel, and, but it knows where it's going.
2: Uh, that's a whole yeah. different
3: kind of, that's a good one. That's like, let go and let it flow.
2: Right. You know? Well, I think it's in line because it says interpretation of dreams. Um, you may feel that you, won't, you don't have enough control on, on, on your road to success. Uh, Grant warns that this sign. this is a sign that a current bad habit may turn into a long-term problem. But um, that's just some of the more common ones. But I want to hear about this element. Uh, yeah. Three, so the, three minutes. Got to put into three minutes. The
3: here. elements, water, air, fire, and earth. Yeah. Um, I've had some of each. Air usually represents freedom of some sort. Freedom. Take flight.
1: Right. You know,
3: an expansion. Freedom. <laughs> Water usually represents emotion of some sort.
2: Emotion or motion. Emotion. Emotion. Okay. And
3: it can be emotion in motion. motion right? <laughs> okay. uh, and it depends on how that water comes. I've had uh, tidal waves. Oh, you, know, you can imagine. I've what had that tidal feels waves
2: like. once too. Yeah, and yeah. that
3: again, huge overwhelmment.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: You know, um, but I
2: li- live in tidal waves. <laughs> I, I <didn't laughs> That's, life.
1: That's my life.
2: <laughs> I'm such a maverick. I got so many things going. On. You never think because 'Cause I'm so cool and laid back. You know what? <laughs> One would never. know. Oh God, no one would never know. <laughs> <I've> never suspect. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> but go ahead. I want to hear the other one. Uh,
3: so. Earth. I have had dreams of actually being in the earth, um, like one with the earth. I've had uh, some, and Earth usually is sometimes about grounding, getting your feet on on the ground, solid ground. Yeah. Um fire.
2: Like simplicity you think Earth could be? No. Um, yeah. Making it simple?
3: Possibly.
2: Being a minimalist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and and also we didn't talk about um the different symbology for individuals.
2: Yeah, 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 um, yeah. but
3: fire is is again can be different things. You can be on fire with an idea. It depends on passion. It, yes, it can be passion or if you get burned by the fire or not, or just ignited You know, becoming one with fire is like a powerful, passionate type feeling. Um, But if you get burned by it, uh, that's a whole other feeling.
2: Right. You know. So what were you going to say about uh, the individuals
3: have don't ever believe every symbol in a dream book for you, because uh, a dog is one of my key ones to explain it. For most people, a dog is a symbol of friendship Um, unconditional love joy affection but some people have been attacked or bitten by a dog Mm. when they were young so if a dog comes into their dream it's severe fear
2: right and
3: powerlessness great
2: example how two same symbols could could be totally different and you've got to know
3: yourself and what your own personal symbols are the symbol of home uh, is another big symbol in dreams.
2: And for, like you like might... A ho- like your home, like a house home?
3: My, I go back to the home I grew up in quite
2: often. <gasps> my God, I do that one too. Yeah. Yes, okay, what does that mean? So
3: that's usually your soul, unless you had a horrific childhood. <laughs> <laughs> it might be something else. But yeah. for me, when I go to that place... I always
2: have a good feeling when I go to that Me
3: too, home. I love it. And sometimes I would go to that... It's my,
2: it's my the beach house we had on the on, on the Ocean Avenue, a broken down beach house.
3: So. Well, and my. Well, sometimes I'll actually take up the rug and see the original thing that was there when, when the house was first, and that connects me to my soul somehow. And it gives me the feeling of home, which when you do connect with your soul, that's the feeling we're always looking for when we want that perfect family or, and, and that feeling of home, you, the only way you get that feeling completely throughout your whole being is connecting with your soul. Yeah. and that's when you really feel I'm home, and I take my home with me now oh, everywhere I go.
2: That makes complete sense. All yeah. these years, never knew Such that.
3: Such a soothing, warm, yeah. wonderful feeling. Right.
2: Well, um, as usual, Susan and John and Jennifer, we always running out of time. Yeah. But this is, this, is so much, this is so much fun, you know. This and, is uh,
3: great.
2: I know. So I just want to say thank you all to everybody and have something to, uh, you know, we really should give ourselves a round of applause for today. <laughs> All right, so today's uh, Thursday. Actually, normally we'd have this on Friday, but we're going to be doing the uh, we we had to do the show today for other, for obvious re- other reasons, and so we have a rebroadcast on Friday, right, Jennifer? Mm-hmm. And we will see you guys next Wednesday. We have a good show next Wednesday. What is it on? Carol O'Connell. Yeah. All right. Okay. Great. Great. Right, see, see you all later.
0: You have been listening to the Good Intention Show on the UI Radio Network. The Good Intention Show is sponsored by the United Intentions Foundation at unitedintentions.org. Look for us on Blog Talk, Speaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram under United Intentions and on Twitter at Higher Intention. Be sure to log on to unitedintentions.org, a virtual community where you learn to create, track, and manifest your passions, one intention at a time. Have a wonderful day, and until next time, live life with intent. The United Intentions Foundation and its associates take no responsibility for the opinions and statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world.
3: You can check out who's on, when we're on, and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they
0: be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views and opinions expressed by Angel Heart Radio hosts, guests, co-hosts and associates should not be
1: construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.